Hey everybody out there, thanks for joining us tonight. It's the Drink 5 Fantasy Football Podcast, and today is Tuesday. We love Tuesdays! We got a lot to talk about here, the Week 13 preview, and Miguel Matianas on for a guest. Blast off, Jason. Week 12 is in the books, ladies and gentlemen. It is the last week of the regular season in fantasy football. Oh boy. We're almost all of oh us, right? Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, it's going to be sweet. Oh I can't wait. Oh, my goodness. Uh, my work schedule will finally go weeks. back to normal. But as usual, uh, I am Jason, joined as always with Dave. This week we're joined by our buddy Miguel Mateanis. Miguel, thank you for joining us. Hello there. Thank you. Thank you for having me. All right. Now, Miguel, we always start the show. We want to know, what are you drinking, sir? Tonight, I'm actually drinking. Uh, I'm drinking the beer that... One of your beers that uh, you brought, the Celebration Fresh IPA. Okay. The that's, wintertime beer that Sierra Nevada makes. That's very fitting, because I'm drinking the beer that you brought. Hey! Which is the Revolution Christmas, Fistmas, excuse me, holiday ale. How seasonal. Right. So uh, we are both got a seasonal beer. Yeah. The beer that you got is one of my favorite seasonal IPAs. I almost grabbed the exact same sixer. I'm glad I didn't. I almost but grabbed could, the Fistmas. That's it. Look at that. <laughs> it is one of my favorite like Christmas beers. They're yeah. more spicy, uh-huh. stuff like that. Yeah, and a lot of the uh, notice seasonal beers when they go for the spice, it's like okay, you can lay back a little bit on the spice, like the pumpkin beers. You know, like right. a little too much. I think these beers both have a nice equal balance of hoppiness and that se- that that seasonal spiciness. You know, and we also got well for the hell of it a little bit of the Glenlivet twelve oh, why year. Not? Why so not? let's take a shot, guys. Ching ching. Dave, if you would uh, chink your glass with us. Oh, boy. Miguel, I must start. I would be remiss if I did not start with the matchup that you and oh I had boy. last week. Oh, boy. One of the most epic fantasy matchups yeah. that I've ever had. Yeah. I, top uh, five of the year. Yeah. I, I may, was... you know, top five this year because I've had a couple. Just this week, I won by .36 points. Oh, man, so less than a full point. But that was kind of like a normal scoring, really close game. Sure. You and I, in a PPR plus flex league, were 186 to 183. Just blew up the points. And, one and two in the league by like 40 points. And if I recall, the margin at one point, I was like beating you by 50 points, and then you were only down by five, and then the next thing I know, you were up, and it was just, oh, it was. You had Matt Stafford on Thursday, and I'm oh, like, well, yeah. That's it. Oh, yeah. That's all she wrote. You Everyone had Sammy thought. Watkins, Adrian Peterson. All three of those guys put up over 30 points. Yes. Um, Jeremy Macklin was my high scorer at 31. Odell with 29. But my savior was uh, Gary Barnage putting up 16.1 in a PPR last so night. So big. I, man, I was just – and, you know, he's one of – I don't want to say he's, like, off-the-radar tight end, but, I mean, I, I didn't really hear his name too much. You know what I mean? And then I, I watching the game was just – I, I barely survived yeah. Kamar Aiken's twenty points. What? Another surprise. He was kind of like the uh, oh geez, I have no one left to play kind of play. It was like sure. uh, I got bye weeks, I got injuries, and I was like, well, he did okay last week, and you know, ever since Steve Smith Senior has been out, he's had definitely the main focus of like their. Well, I wouldn't say main. Uh, who's the other wide receiver? Uh, Baltimore. Um, well, they had Marlon Brown. Uh, and he wasn't really doing a whole lot this year. Yeah. Um, they've got Chris Givens now. Kamar Aiken is their rookie who they've been yeah. trying to get No, along. he's basically been like their main And Steve down Smith guy. Is, yeah. you know, was the man there. Yes. On a yes. team that's lost their best 
Linebacker, quarterback, running back, and wide receiver. Uh-huh. And they beat the Browns, and the Browns always find a creative way to lose. And, of course, <laughs> that was the craziest way to lose a game. Oh, man. So a insane. kick six, as and, they and, said. And uh, going back to the our matchup, it was watching the Baltimore Ravens and the Cleveland Browns, you know, being a Bears <laughs> fan. Not, Who cares? Not really care about those Who two cares? teams, you know. But it was – I had never been so excited for a Baltimore Browns game. <laughs> two, I've never flip-flop so much – during a game. About was, what you want to happen. It was 27-20, right? So I'm like, okay, well, I need the Browns to score so that they're going to run the offense a little more. I'm like, so come on, Cleveland Browns. <laughs> then they scored, and then Baltimore didn't score. So I'm like, okay, come on, Baltimore defense. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wait, wasn't I just rooting against the Baltimore defense like 13 seconds ago? Was, yeah, I ended up being uh, a little groggy for work today. All right, so yeah, we're, we're, we're channeling here you yeah. know, what happens with a lot of people. In these kinds of weeks, week 13, week 12, week 14, the weeks leading up to generally the fantasy playoffs for your league. Uh, and this is the kind of excitement that you have. I know, I, I, I think people are generally uh, standing up, not even sitting down watching the games. Oh, it was. I was, I was standing up. I was definitely standing so up that's in great. my bedroom. <laughs> and it, it's also great and, and good for you, man, that, uh, that even though you lost that matchup, you, you're still okay with it. You know? it, it, it that's good. With something like that, you know, when you lose by 30 points, you're okay with it. When you lose 91 to 89, you're like, oh, my God, my team did horrible. So did they, and I still lost. But gotcha. when you lose 186 to 183 – at like a nail biter, I was like, I guess I'll take the loss. It's Good game. Okay. All right. yeah. you're, you're in fourth place. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's. Yeah. You know what? I hope that we play in the playoffs. It's going to well, come down to that. That's that's come down. Down. Let's transition yeah. back into uh, some stuff that everyone can can key in on and and talk about injuries from week twelve. So mm. I don't know if this affected you guys or not. Like I, I'm in nine leagues personally. I know Jason's in a lot. You're in two Just this year. Two. Just two. But but remember, a couple years ago, you didn't play fantasy football at all. At all. Yeah. So uh, we'll talk about that later uh-huh. in the program. Uh, injuries from week twelve. Quarterback Ben Roethlisberger, uh, possible concussion in the game. He didn't come back in. Uh, yes. And at the very end of the game. What's really funny is that like he himself said he had uh, uh, I think something like traumatic ocular or something, which basically was saying he had a migraine or he had something. He, he bad played it off. He was playing off the concussion, and then well, Tomlin I, came back. The, was it the very next day and said no, it was a concussion, or he thinks right. he, he did thinks say that. it was a he's concussion. in the concussion okay. protocol. Officially. Okay, I mean, but basically he's going to be released immediately. What happened to Ben Roethlisberger happened for like five seconds. And no, then, but but he was smart enough to go off the field so that like you know because something happened. So right, you, he's not just throwing caution to the wind. It, I appreciate. Right. So Roethlisberger will play this week. Are you saying he's going to be coming back immediately because you think Pittsburgh is in like a do or die situation? Like oh, we can't afford to have Ben well, Roethlisberger out. Yes, but it's not because Partly. of that. It's because Ben is it's just because fine. he'll be fine. He's just okay. He's a beast. That's what I believe. Right. Like, he is a big. A they, lot of those guys like they they get a concussion and they're going to be out for a couple weeks. Almost. Yeah, they don't know? call him Big Ben. Question mark burger for nothing. <laughs> so he'll be fine, but but it's something to look at, and, and I'm glad that he brought himself out of the game. That's something that a lot of people don't do. Uh, running back Chris Johnson. Uh, he Speaking turns out question mark in the middle of the name. It turns out Chris Johnson. Well, it, it, the, the nickname for him this this past couple years after his original year of 2,000 yards uh, was CJ question mark K because it, it was originally CJ two K, and then it went to CJ one K. And then it went to CJ question mark K because last year, the year before, he didn't really perform all that well. Uh, he's done really well this year for Arizona. Him and Andre Ellington have been the lead backs, but 
Now they both have problems. So Ellington has turf toe, which is an injury, as we as we know, as fantasy football players, can affect you for the rest of the season. Uh, it's something that may not be you can come right back from. Well, he no no Chris Johnson fractured his fibula. Yeah, no, I, 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 David Ellington Johnson I was talking about. Oh, oh Ellington. Yeah, but fair enough. Yeah, and uh, and Chris Johnson had a fractured fibula, as Jason mentioned. Originally, it was just a knee bone bruise injury, but it has turned out to be something that's going to be season ending. Now he's on IR. So Andre Ellington sidelined, Chris Johnson sidelined. That means David Johnson, big bump, who big bump up, has yep. scored seven touchdowns on fifty-four touches this year. Uh, pretty, pretty <laughs> amazing. Uh, is going to be the lead back for Arizona for you know going forward. Uh, eventually, I, I feel like it's going to be Johnson and Ellington, which is unfortunate because if it was Johnson and Johnson, that would be an entertaining backfield name. The marketing itself just sells <laughs> it right there. <laughs> just baby powder. Right. They're going to win every game. Baby no powder commercials. Arizona Cardinals all, all during the show. Baby powder. Yep, but but what this means is David Johnson is available on almost all of the waiver wires out there, so he's a really good pickup. We'll get to him later. Ahmad Bradshaw, wrist surgery out for the year. I love Bradshaw. Every time oh, he's come sad. in the past couple of years, he's performed at a super high level. And with Gore playing, like, getting all beaten up, uh-huh. and it, the Colts could have used him a lot. But, you know, at least for him, it wasn't his What did Bagano say about Frank Gore? He said like, he was really beaten bad. Right, right. He's been beaten badly this year. So what? Uh, Ahmad Bradshaw was out for the season prior. No, uh, last year. Last year. Last year, oh. <laughs> he he was one of the top running backs at the end of the year. I believe he was top ten. Okay. Uh, in points, and he broke his leg or or his foot or something like that. Okay, and then just what like five weeks ago was he was picked up by picked the Colts. up by the Colts, correct? Okay. Right. Yes. And I just remember seeing him on the waiver wire one day, and I was like, oh. Yep. Ahmad Bradshaw, I didn't see that name all season long. I didn't even see him during the draft, and now I see him. Sure, know? and yeah. it, a lot of smart fantasy owners uh, you know, picked him up and played him for a couple weeks. He did well, but unfortunately, he doesn't get a chance to continue that. Yeah, that's He's, a bummer. And then for Dynasty prospects, etc., I think Bradshaw's about done. He'll be 30 this year, he may come back and do something, but he's never going to be, you know... The, uh, the breakout uh, r- running back. Yeah, yeah. he's not going to come back and really do a whole lot for them anymore. Yeah. I mean, uh, out for the season, it's it's rough. Yeah. And Frank Gore is, quote, beat to crap. So, right. <laughs> uh, Carlos, trouble. Carlos Williams had a shoulder injury, but he should be ready for week 13. Uh, Alan Hearns got a concussion in the game. And it could mean that Marquise Lee, who is uh, someone that... People really aren't that familiar with because he hasn't been healthy enough to be familiar with. Uh, he's, he's on the Jacksonville Jaguars, and if he ends up taking Alan Hearns' role, he could definitely be a guy that scores a touchdown for you in the next couple weeks. Uh, but Hearns has a habit of getting injured and coming back from it. Uh, Richard Matthews. Has now, a- I mean, I don't think Hearns will be back this week. He went to the hospital. Yeah, it, it was a major chest injury. So. Yeah. So, uh, but, you know. I think he'll be back this season, and the Allens have been great on that team. It's fun to watch them. Well, another major chest injury was Richard Matthews on the Dolphins. We'll talk about him later, but Devontae Parker is a guy to talk about. Again, we'll, we'll discuss that a little bit. Uh, Gronkowski got injured. It looked like, to Gronk me, uh, based on all the, the material knowledge that I have, and granted, it's not a lot, right? But when you have lateral movement of the knee, which is what happened in that play, his knee moved laterally where it shouldn't have moved. Oh. That seems like an MCL injury. Uh, and it looks like he didn't necessarily have a tear. But regardless of what the injury is, it's a pain thing. And he was writhing in pain. So it's more like he can't 
bear to come back for maybe a week or two, sort of like Antonio Gates when he had plantar fasciitis on his feet. Um, definitely the Patriots will hold out Gronk as long as they need to because they're in the playoffs no matter what happens. So what you're saying is like like play through the pain kind of thing. Yeah, exactly he can, what he can go about. play next week. Yeah. He might be okay, yeah. but he's going to be in pain. Yeah. Yeah, he like he fucked up his knee. You know, guys like that too, man. You, you got to respect. I mean, I'm not. Oh, I've never been a big Gronk fan, but I mean, I mean, the sheer size of the guy, the way he plays, you got to think. Oh, he's gonna want to play if it's this time of year. Too. And I don't want to compare myself, but like I'm six four, right? Uh, two hundred, probably two hundred thirty pounds. Sure. And yeah. they go play basketball and stuff. And I've I've like turned my ankle before. When I turn my ankle, that's more serious. Oh yeah. Than if a younger person or not younger, but a smaller person turns their ankle. Sure. You got more weight pushing down on that. Because yeah. I'm turning my ankle. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, you're turning it, all right. You're putting pressure on that thing. Yeah, yeah. Like that's you trying to break and you're and you're as big as a guy like that is. Yeah, you're doing definitely. stuff. Six six two sixty five. You're doing stuff to that ankle. Gronk so, have strong collateral ligament. Uh, speaking of tight ends, Jimmy Graham torn his patella tendon. Now, oh, poor Jimmy Graham, he's out. Now that's out, tough yeah. for Graham because there's there's a few reasons. Uh, infamous injury. Yeah. One. Yeah. Uh, Graham has not been doing incredibly well on Seattle this year. However, he has had a couple games. Uh, this past game, when he got injured, he played against Pittsburgh, who had one of the worst passing uh, defenses up to that point. And he got a whole bunch of looks. At, towards the end of the game, it looked like he was going to get more involved. And actually, on a touchdown pass is when he got injured, which is unfortunate for Graham. Uh, but when you tear a uh, patellar tendon like that, that is more serious than an MCL or an ACL because that's something that may not ever return to full yeah, form. Yeah, that, that, that can lose its strength forever. It won't come back, correct? Thank God Jimmy Graham is is not super old yet. You know, he has the possibility of coming back into the league. And one of the things that I've read, uh, there, there's definitely a, uh, a split, like 50-50 kind of thing where a lot of the players that, are, uh, that, that have suffered that kind of injury – they do come back and do well. Yeah. But, like, half of them, it's pretty much the end of their careers and they can never come back. So, those of you that have Jimmy Graham in Keeper or Dynasty formats uh, certainly should be wary of this. Uh, maybe a possible trade opportunity while people are still, uh, you know, looking for, for, for good talent. Uh, and quickly, injuries before Week 9. Sam Bradford might come back this week. Sanchez has not performed to the level we thought he might. Uh, and I thought personally that he could be interchangeable with Bradford, or maybe he'll be better than Bradford. Yeah. Turns out that's not the case. I know there's a lot going on uh, in Philadelphia, but Bradford will more than likely become the quarterback again. Peyton Manning foot injury. Did you guys see his uh, his foot in the game when they when they showed it? No. Did they you show mean the his actual foot in the cast, or you mean like the graphic that they showed? No, in the cast. <laughs> he's got a crazy cast on his foot, and it looks like. Uh, he's going to be out for the rest of the regular season. But I guarantee you, Denver makes the postseason, and Peyton is, is healthy. They bring Peyton back. Uh, well, Brock Osweiler played well. He beat New England. He beat Tom Brady. It wasn't Brock Osweiler that beat New England. <laughs> it was the weather and the defense. You can never say that the weather beat New England. New England is very good in the weather. I can say that injuries, the weather, and defense beat New England. You could say anything you want. That's right. You're right. Uh, Marshawn Lynch, he is out for the rest of the season, basically regular. So Thomas the Rawls, rest of the fantasy season at least. Thomas Rawls is, is is he's the guy, and and he is going to be great for the rest of the season. Uh, Shark Kendrick West had a hamstring uh, hamstring strain, and Spencer Warefield didn't got a ton of points. Spencer Ware is a bigger back, and here's an interesting uh, stat about Spencer Ware. 
he has run more times for 15 plus yards than uh, this season already than either Jamal Charles or uh, Sharkhandrick West. So it's an interesting uh, possibility that even if Sharkhandrick West comes back this week, they may be split carries between him and Ware. They both look really good in that position. Uh, Kansas City, whoever's behind that line is going to be an RB1. And uh, Jamal Charles is better than those two guys. But those two guys, even though they're not like amazing running backs, still put the production out there. Well, they kind of have to. I mean, Alex Smith is not your flashiest uh, quarterback. I mean, I've owned him and do own him on, on fantasy leagues. And even from a winning, you would think that from a winning team that Alex Smith would be a more, I guess, I don't want to say proficient quarterback, but he doesn't throw the ball hardly nearly as much as, say, like a Tom Brady or an Aaron Rodgers. Oh, and, absolutely. And, they're and, a run-first team. Yeah, yep. yeah. And yep. they're still doing really well without Jamal Charles and and, and all the, and, and uh, Niles Davis is no go, no more in Kansas City and stuff like that. Yep. So. Uh, Ryan Matthews, concussion, still not cleared. So DeMarco Murray, Darren Sproles are going to take care of all of that. Uh, Devonta Freeman, concussion, he might play. But if he doesn't, Tevin Coleman will play. We saw Tevin Coleman play last week. Big, the, big play. The Les. great thing about Tevin Coleman is that he makes big plays. The bad thing about Tevin Coleman is that yeah, he, he has like a the ball. he has like a twenty percent chance of fumbling the ball. Oh, yeah. So thankfully, the uh, coach in Atlanta—I forget his name—and I'll drink for that one, I suppose. Will, um said after the game and today that Freeman will end up playing this week. So um, I guess we're—he hasn't been, you know, probably cleared yet. But I think everyone's assuming, kind of similar to Ben, that he will be cleared. Julian Edelman and Danny Amendola. Amendola might come back. Edelman is out for the season. Who man, the Broncos. I've I've been back and forth on those so, guys. So, yeah. if Amendola comes back this week, uh, he's not owned in a few enough leagues to be a waiver wire pickup because he already was. Yeah. But he could be awesome this week coming back. Him and LaFell might get a ton of passes. I like LaFell, Chandler, and Amendola to be really good this particular week. Eddie Royal, probably out again. So... Oof. You know, for the Chicago Bears, they have Elshon Jeffrey, Langford, man, and Marcus Wilson. Yeah. Oh, uh, we're talking about wide receivers. I'm sorry. Well, yes. Jeremy yeah. Langford yeah. and Matt Forte are pretty much splitting carries. Yeah. With Matt Forte only in name starting. Yes, of course. It's crazy how quickly they've shifted. Yeah, and uh, they they you can tell that they're paying a little more attention to Langford too. They they feel I think they feel a little more comfortable in going with him. You right. should keep in mind though, as as everyone always should. Uh, when you have a new person who's good, athletic, and young, uh, there's no tape on them. There's no recording on them. There's nothing on them. So as soon as you see them play a couple games, those defensive coaches and the defensive players, they take that tape back with them. They find out what that player does, how they run, how they juke, what are they doing to you. And as soon as they figure out the patterns, and there's always patterns, as soon as they figure out the patterns, then they become less relevant than uh, they used to be. Yeah. It just happens that way. Now, the best players in the world, they defy patterns. They do what they do when they do it, and it's not a pattern. And it's hard to stop them. But so would you say Adrian Peterson falls in a pattern? Yeah. Aramie, no. Jeremy, <laughs> Adrian Peterson's pattern is to run over your ass. Adrian yeah, Peterson is yeah. better than that. Yeah. yeah. That's what I'm, yeah. But but see, <clears throat> what, what we're trying to figure out here is, is Jeremy Langford an elite talent, or is he just a really athletic young guy who's taken up that 
mantle. You know, it's up to the coaches kind of to make sure that they put him in the right positions so that his looks don't get stale, so that he's able to take full advantage of the talent that he does have. But once he has the ball, it's up to him to do what he does, and that can be predicted. Well, you know, he needs to follow his blocks and stuff like that. Yep. So, you know, it's up to the Bears as a team to make him successful and, you know, I'd say it's 50% the team, 50% him. That's right. that's what I was just about to say. It also, in, in that aspect, too, does he look so great because we've been dealing with a subpar Bears team all season? It's like, oh, wow. All of a sudden, we have this running back who can do like a semi decent job what a running back's supposed to do, and we all think, like, oh, he's going to take us to the next Super yeah, Bowl. Yeah, playing against sure. like San Diego, but in San rela- Francisco. Yeah, in relation, in yeah. relation to like other Bears quarterbacks, like, yeah, he's doing awesome. But like, well, <laughs> well, point is, that's going to be it's going to be a hard season, and, and the Bears are doing pretty well. Uh, and I hope that doesn't happen to better Lankford. than they thought. But better, yeah, but I think we'll see Forte and Langford split, and whoever is the hot hand carry the ball. It's not like Forte has suddenly gotten worse. He hasn't. No, not at all. But but Langford is someone that nobody knows. He's he's that guy that that is uh, he's out there. He's a spark. Is mm. somebody that you can't you, you don't know. You can't tell where he's going to go. And like Not you yet. said too, if he maybe he's one of those running backs who doesn't fall into pattern, we just don't know that yet because he's still new. Yeah, yeah. Uh, tight ends, we have Zach Ertz who got a concussion. Uh, he's probably out again. Brent Selleck is is again a play for this week, uh, but the Eagles are hard to to play those guys. You know, uh, one of the things that it's so funny, you, you talk about trends like uh, Jordan Matthews did really well Thanksgiving last year. And so many people told me he like he's going to do really well Turkey Day because that's what Jordan Matthews does. He goes out there when he, when he's playing in, under big lights. Come you on, know? he's not Calvin Johnson. I was just about to say, so who's everyone thinks he's Calvin Johnson now? Huh? Yeah. No, but he's the WR one in, in an offense that throws the ball a lot, and he did. He did really well uh, on Thanksgiving Day. So I mean, maybe it's one of those things where this guy uh, kind of feeds for the lights. Sure, I don't think he'll do so well against the Patriots this week. Probably not. Uh, Larry Donnell on New York Giants. He had neck strain. He was out for a week. He'll probably be out again. And he's been out a couple weeks. I don't now, know I if you guys know who. Do you know who the uh, starter is right now for the Giants? Do they have Bear Pasco still? No. Do you know? Well, I don't know if that's true or not. But, but not the, not as a starter. The starter is a guy named Will Ty. Are you familiar oh, with right. that? Oh right, T Y E. Yep. So Will Ty, tight end for the Giants, did pretty well last week. He scored uh, over ten points uh, in a PPR league. And I think that uh, he'll continue to have that kind of production on the Giants because the Giants are going to mostly be behind or <clears throat> catching up or trying to score. Due They're, to pay Eli Manning injury uh, interceptions. And Eli does like throwing the ball. So it's, it's a very good possibility that that is continuing. And that's not a bad thing. It's really not. Uh, uh, there was also Marteva, uh, uh, Martellus Bennett was out last week. He may be out again this week. Yeah. Martellus oh, Bennett. Yeah. Martellus he's he's kind of lost it this year. Well, yeah. He did. And, and, you know, they like Zach Miller a lot in Chicago. He had a touchdown this past week. So uh, I like him as a spot start if you really need it. <sighs> I need another beer. How about you guys? Deal me up, sir. All right. What would you like? Do you believe I would take We've got the Backyard IPA. It's a Session IPA from... Um, I get to choose? Very nice. From... What is it? What is the name of the brewery? I don't have the uh, the six-pack. Saugatuck Brewing Company from uh, Michigan. That's a Session IPA. We've got the Celebration IPA. And we've also got one more option. 
Um, it is the overrated Surly Brewing Company West Coast Style IPA. So you can have any kind of beer you like as long as it's an IPA. Uh, Surly, yeah, I see those yeah, all the time. I never get any of those cans. Just, or you can have a shot of an unlimited. Yeah. Uh, you need a beer, Miguel? Uh, yes, I do. What would you like? I'll take a surly. What All right. Heck? What the heck? Time for a can. What the heck? I'll take a can. I love craft I'm a big, beer. I'm a fan can. of can. Yeah. I'm a this fan weekend of I was can. in Miami drinking a bunch of Cigar City. I do believe it's available here, but hey, it's local to that area. Yeah, local beer in a different state is always good to go. You know, they have they carry Lagunitas and Two Brothers down there. I just it had, felt like home. I was uh, I have some friends in Milwaukee from my previous job at the old Whole Foods Market, and I had a beer out there called the Orishi. It was a Imperial IPA made with green tea, and they sell four packs of it at a jewel in Des Plaines. Hey, solid. I, yeah, I found it. Uh, we were going to watch a Bears game uh, one weekend, and I found uh, a four pack of it, and it was the very first time I'd ever seen a Milwaukee beer, that Milwaukee beer out here. I mean, you know, you because know, you don't see New Glarus out here either. So I think Milwaukee is hoarding all their tasty beers and not letting us drink it. <laughs> of course they are. My uncle grabbed some Yingling this weekend. Hey, I love that's Yingling. East Coast. Yeah, that's, that's the oldest beer. E- that's the uh, oldest beer in the United States, if I'm not mistaken. You know, I'm not a lager fan, but I can appreciate the draw of a beer that's better than Budweiser. You know, the big ones. Yeah, exactly. Yen's gonna go see the Steelers this weekend. Where, where go see them? Go see the Steelers. What are they coming to town? Oh, you didn't catch me. I said Yins. Oh, Yins. Uh, <laughs> th- this this little like uh, more Eastern than Midwestern uh, sort of word. Anyway, uh, Yingling. Uh, my, my team is the Steelers. I like Yingling. I like that kind of the United States. I like the weird words. Yins is what they say, not not y'all, and it means something different. You know, uh, it really does. It's it's a weird kind of word. Because, that is a weird word. Well, because Yins. How would you spell that? Uh, it's Y I N Z, and it's a second person plural pronoun. Okay, so pretty much exclusive to like Pittsburgh. Nah, well that area, yes, yes. Um, so let's talk about uh, the waiver wire pickups for the week, and it, it's Tuesday night right now. So most leagues are, are you're going to go out and you're going to have uh, waiver wire pickups. Now, I will always look at it. There are some weeks where I don't make a pickup because I don't think it's necessary, but those are pretty few and far between because if you look at your team and look at the guys on the bench, there's generally someone that you're kind of trading in and out for the new hotness or you know maybe you're swapping out a defense, something. Uh, I heard Miguel say earlier that he doesn't always make a waiver wire pick, yeah. so I'm wondering why. Okay, uh, here's my thing. Uh, I, you know, when you you draft a certain team and you do, say you go two and zero. I, I only have two leagues. You guys are, you know, you do seven leagues, six leagues, five leagues. So I would imagine it's a little harder to like keep track of how each guy is doing on each of your teams. With only two guy, you know, two teams, I'm on that Monday, Tuesday. I'm on it all day. And you know, when you when you see your bench scoring. 25 points from one guy and then like 15 points from another guy and you see that you have the open spot like oh I just should have played him instead of playing this guy (laughs) it's like well why do I need to drrop a guy from my team that I feel like is a higher ranked guy that I'm going to get someone off the way you don't necessarily have to but but there are some weeks like this week where you have guys like David Johnson that previously were unowned and now are stepping up to the starter position so let's talk quarterback pickups and these are generally only valid 
in uh, in two quarterback leagues or in one quarterback leagues where people hoard quarterbacks. Alex Smith, I like, 29% owned. He's playing Oakland. Oakland has one of the top five uh, uh, worst passing offenses. Yeah. Uh, that's that's against uh, fantasy quarterbacks. And last week, he, he had 255 yards with two touchdowns and 35 passing yards. Yes, he did. What I like to some see, of that was to Michael Crabtree. What I like yeah. to see... No, no, Alex Smith. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, I thought you said Derek Carr. I'm sorry. No, no. What, what I like to see is I like to see uh, Alex Smith throw the ball to Jeremy Macklin. Because I like to see that, too. That means that he's, <laughs> he's actually trusting the wide receiver yeah. and doing well with him. Like, last week, I think he had, like, nine receptions for 160 yards or something crazy. Yeah. And a touch. Yes. Yeah. Well, pretty, the, well, you know, well recalled, Dave. Thank you. I actually don't have it written down here. <laughs> but, you know, uh, after, after being fantasy football all year, it's kind of all in there. Sure. Uh, so, uh, week 13 brings the Chiefs to Oakland. They'll face a defense giving up 18-plus points to quarterbacks. And Smith, the important part about Smith, he's a high-floor quarterback. So you might play somebody like Phillip Rivers or Drew Brees or whatever who is a high-ceiling quarterback but could also score 10. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but Alex Smith will always score you probably 16 points. Here's, what you, sure. here's all you need to know about the Oakland Raiders defending quarterbacks. They gave up 21 fantasy points to Geno Smith. There you go. You're done. Oh We're done. Oh, boy. Ryan Next. Fitzpatrick. <laughs> Ryan Fitzpatrick on the Jets. Shaved 20, his mustache and beard. 23%. What? <laughs> yeah, he no. shaved it. That was the first thing I noticed. But 20, he had it during the game. No, it was all gone. He, remember, he used to have the big I watched the game. It, did, he, did he trim it back? He trimmed it back. Sorry. So he still has a beard. Yes. Sorry. He, he it hasn't back. betrayed us. Okay. Trimmed it back. Betrayed. <laughs> trimmed it back. 23% <laughs> owned. I'd be worried there. He put up four touchdowns and almost 300 yards against the Dolphins in week 12. And the Jets' passing attack does not look like it'll be slowing down any. And they travel to New York, who has one of the worst passing defenses. Now, you could say it's because of that big game versus New Orleans, but you'd be wrong because they continue to leave a lot of open points for the quarterback on the field. And for a smart guy like Fitzpatrick, he's going to be throwing some touchdowns to Marshall and Decker this week. Oh, yes. Yeah. Decker had a good uh, good game. I uh, he's, He was catching a lot of passes. It was good to see him. I uh, I played uh, Bial Powell. This week from the Bilal. New York Jets, Bilal. and uh, he was a wa- he was a waiver wire pick. I feel like you took the long way around on that name. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, 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 it's like I feel when I see his name, it's like is the I supposed to be there after the A like that? Bilal. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's B I L A L. Right? I'm not crazy. Right? I thought it was. No, I think you're right. I thought there was B I A L I L. I'm pretty sure there's an A in there somewhere. There is an A, but there's not two I's. All right. Well, I'm anyway, he Bilal. did. He, he did. Uh, he was a waiver wire pick, actually, Dave. He needed. He did. He's doing pretty solid for me. Good for you because of all the injuries and stuff. No, that's you know? fantastic. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about wide receiver picks. So Devontae Parker, we touched on him earlier. We mentioned him anyway. After Rashard Matthews got injured, he fractured a couple ribs. He was the guy for the Dolphins. That okay. So let's talk about Dolphins wide receivers. Jarvis Landry has been great, high floor, and last week he was awesome. Just awesome. Um, and Richard Matthews is kind of the number two guy there, where he is in a PPR league doing really well, getting like ten points a game or more. Like Jarvis Landry was last year, right? He he's the kind of PPR stud uh, on your team, catching like four or five passes a game or more, uh, just getting that constant yardage. And 
He's out with a chest injury, so multiple fractured ribs. Devontae Parker is one of the highest picks that was taken in the draft in 2015, this year. And they haven't really played him very much yet. I think he was 11 overall. So you know he has a lot of talent, and he does. And it looked like it. He had four receptions for 80 yards and a touchdown. Now, granted... He's healthy now, which is helpful. I don't have the information directly in front of me, but I believe he, had, for? I believe he had eight or nine targets. So that means he caught less than 50% of his actual targets. Yeah, but those were Ryan Tannehill targets. He's defensive. That means he owns him. Uh, I think look, Devontae look, Parker... It's worse than <laughs> what you thought. It was 18 targets, eight catches... Or I'm sorry, that's uh, on the season. Four Let me of get ten this targets. Season. Look it, at Miguel it, showing me up. It's fine. Four <laughs> of ten targets for 80 yards. We're nice. fine. Okay. But yeah. Devontae Parker basically had an issue with catching the ball. Uh, maybe some of that was up to the quarterback, but there was a problem with catching the ball. He's a rookie. It's fine. Uh, the point is, he's getting in there when he not maybe necessarily was... was look, if Rashard Matthews was healthy the whole season, Devontae Parker wouldn't have been out there until next year. True. And he's out there now because of this injury. However, I think that he will be a productive receiver, but he might be a little bit unpredictable. But in the next couple games of the season, which is all we have left, yeah. he might have a, a, an average of, like, let's say, four receptions for 60 yards and a touchdown. I mean, if you, if you, you can't bet... You can never bet, even if it's Calvin Johnson, DeAndre Hopkins. They can have Thomas. one of the same games, exactly. So what you're saying is you could put him in as, as like, oh, I have a bye week or I have an injury. He he might be uh, uh, worth looking at. I'm saying this guy becomes almost an immediate WR2 right on. on your team until yeah. he proves otherwise. Because without See, Matthews he, there. A situational, a situational player? Well, if you think he needs to prove it, then you're not going to win Based your next game. Based on matchups. You need to be predictive in order to win these games, right? This is week 13 coming up, which is the last week you have. This is the week where you can earn a playoff spot if yep. you are not Or lose it. Look, lose I it. mean, he plays Baltimore, the Giants, San Diego, and Indianapolis. Those are awesome matchups. Exactly. Yeah, Baltimore especially. Yeah. Baltimore, this is where you, you match up Devontae Parker. You say, I'm going to do it. I'm going to say Devontae Parker is my WR2. And you might get 16 points from the guy. Sure. But, but if you, you don't, can get six points from no, the guy. No, you can get zero points. Okay, okay. Ah, He's okay. a rookie. Floor. His floor is null. <laughs> but he could be very good. Cecil Shorts, uh, Houston. Big touchdown. Everybody he did nice five. Touchdown. five. Yeah, hey, that's an old one. That's an old rule. Hey, we've been. I got the family to drink this, five when he scored a touchdown. This rule has been happening forever. So, no, Jason, you were in Miami last week. Big and touchdown, yeah. So describe to us a situation where you, you had the family drink five. Uh, well, Graham brought us some excellent beers. Our buddy Graham, who's joined us on the podcast before, uh, came over from uh, the Fort Myers area, brought with him a coffee stout. It was <laughs> called um, All the Breakfast, like All in One Breakfast or something like that. Um, Did it taste like sausage? All you need for breakfast. And eggs? It tasted like <laughs> coffee beer. It was delicious. Like egg milk punch? Ooh. And he had a, uh, a super strong 10% Ooh. IPA. Which, you know, anyone who knows me knows that if they bring that beer, they're my favorite person that day. Ooh, okay. So these can these were really cool. They were 32-ounce cans. Ah, and apparently they kind of fill them up a tall boy like a growler. Yeah. So they fill them up there, and then they can the, they, they throw the cap on right there in front of you and stick a sticker on it, and you're all good. Oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah, so it you, was pretty you, neat. you picked up these big cans? He picked you, them up and brought them down no kidding, for that's Sunday. That's pretty cool. And since that's we had cool. so much beer left over from the uh, wedding that we were at down there... 
that I sent him home with a, a six pack of beer. So they're taking the <laughs> the the growler aspect of a brewery and also bringing in the fact that people love craft beer in a can. Instantly canning. Yeah, <laughs> it was great. So I shared it with. Uh, me and Graham and uh, my uncle and cousin who were watching football all day long. Everyone else was enjoying the Florida weather, but who cares when you have football? Yeah, out of state, <laughs> out of state enjoying. So you Sunday had a football, football room. That's yeah. cool, right? So uh, when Cecil Short scored a touchdown, we were all drinking it, and uh, you know, I made I, I made everyone aware of how important Cecil awesome. Shorts is. Well, drink five out there, and to our audience, drink five. And, and drink by five. the way, if uh, if you're just tuning in, you're listening to the Drink Five Fantasy Football Podcast on the Drink Five Network. You can check us out on Stitcher or iTunes. Uh, Drink5.com is where we have all of our articles on a weekly basis with rankings, with waiver wire picks, uh, you know, with all sorts of articles, confidence pool picks. We have a whole bunch of stuff that you'd be interested in, I'm sure. Uh, and if you're not, then go ahead and come back and, and visit us and ask us questions directly because we will give you the right answers. And if we don't, well, then we're just uh, about as good as every other expert. However... Uh, I have to tell you that the past couple of weeks on Fantasy Pros, FantasyPros.com is where we have our rankings on a weekly basis. FantasyPros.com uh, is a great website where you can take one particular player and another particular player that you're not sure whether or not you should start in your lineup, wage them against each other, and then look at all the pros and see exactly where they put that person. So, for example, if, if we were rating them really high, you would see us high on the, that person's list. And not on the other person's list. So, great place to go and visit. I uh, use it. I uh, use Fantasy Pros. Love it, love it, love it. Well, obviously, you're doing pretty well this year. I, they, yeah, yeah, yeah. But at the same time, it's almost like you use that with uh, – take it with a grain of salt. Well, of course you do. Yes. If, if there was nothing that you internally were saying and making a decision for, then you would be like, why am I doing this? And it's auto-draft, I guess. <laughs> you're basically auto-draft, huh? You, you, yeah. You use <laughs> it's not pro- very fun in yeah, that way. It's not fun at all, yeah. Right? You, you use the Fantasy Pros advice. You use our advice or whoever's advice, and then you put your own gut feeling into it. Yes. And that's where we go. You, yeah. You're good. Insert your gut. All right. Uh, let's talk about Cecil Shorts, though. So he threw a, uh, a, a wildcat touchdown two weeks ago. This past week, he got a shovel pass and, and went in for a touchdown. Basically, what I'm saying is no matter what the Houston Texans are planning for, no matter what they're scheming for, they're involving Cecil Shorts in these plays. If they want to keep winning, they need to keep putting Cecil Shorts. Yeah, he's doing really well. Yeah. So uh, we talked about last week, for example, Shorts versus Washington because Nate Washington was doing so well when Cecil Shorts was out. Fine. But Washington, Shorts is back in. And I don't play Washington anymore. Yeah. I play Cecil Shorts from here on out because Uh I think he's going to be a stud, and I think there's a lot of garbage time. And I think when garbage time comes available, Houston is going to play their trick plays. They're going to do the things they want to test out because they know they're not a championship team this year. They're going to play some crazy shit and see how it works. Yeah. You know, you say he's going to be a stud. I mean, Cecil Shorts Uh, has kind of been a stud. I mean, I feel like he's... He's had a good, decent career so far. Well, like, he could yeah. never be considered as a WR one or two. Well, uh, yeah, I guess you're right. If you really, he, you I know, guess numbers wise, if you, know. you hang out around Dave and I, you may think he's better than he is. No, I know. <laughs> it's just, a, but I mean, it's just like, a disclaimer. Yeah. He's like a flex. Yeah. However, Houston yeah. is currently in the wild card position in the AFC. Oh yeah, and Houston's gonna go really far in the playoffs. Look, they're they're not gonna hold up <laughs> Pittsburgh. I get that, but that's all I'm saying. They don't suck anymore. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> uh. 
Granted. Uh, running back pickup. So David Johnson, we talked about this earlier. Chris Johnson, fractured tibia. Andre Ellington, turf toe. Both of them are, will probably not play this week. That means that David Johnson is the number one running back option on an offense that is really good this year. Finally. Now, they're playing St. Louis, but St. Louis, surprisingly enough, is not that good against the run. And David Johnson has seven touchdowns on 54 touches. David Johnson, this is your week to show us that you are a stud. And you know what people do nowadays when they have one week to show? They fucking show up. They run for like 300 yards. Especially David Johnson, who has shown up already this year in big places. I'm going to be surprised if David Johnson does not have 100 yards and a touchdown. We've been talking about him all year. We've figured kind of that he would get a bigger role. But Bruce Arians has been, been very, you know... Adamant about you not what, starting the did rookie. Did you see what Bruce Arians said now? I'm getting there. Ah, okay. <laughs> he said, quote, the lead guy is now Bruce uh, David Johnson. So it's all him. It's going to be him. I think that he is the number one waiver pickup this year. This week. Not this year. Yeah. Uh, but this week for sure. Uh, Sean Drone in San Francisco. He Sean is playing, Drone, yes. He's playing Chicago this week. He's 28% owned. Uh, so he is the lead back there. He's playing every week. Uh, he's playing every snap, basically. So, look, there's not a whole lot to be said about the 49ers' offense. However, when there is a lead back on a team that's only 28% owned, you might as well at least stash him on your bench. Yeah. I mean, he's what, worth, what happens if you get an injury next week? Of course. and there's He's, he's going to be a better replacement option. I don't know if anyone else is like me, but you know there's always like two guys on your bench that you're like, oh my God, why, why do I even... Sully my bench right with you on there, and it's like if there's a good guy that's worth out there picking, why not pick him up? Right. So yeah. pick up drone this week. You may not need to start him right away, but if you need a running back replacement at some point this year, you're going to be very happy to have him. And if you need to replace someone this week, uh, like any of the running backs that did go down, then he's playing the Bears. It's going to be a, a game where they're able to put up a little bit of offense. It's so sad Gabbert's that playing this year, fantasy-wise, this year I've always kind of bet against my, my, my poor Bears. Well, you're, you're not wrong, <laughs> but, but, but I mean, let's be honest. Like the, Bears, exactly. the Bears are not that bad of a team. Yeah. And later, when you see my defensive waiver wire pickup, you'll know. Uh-huh. So Scott Chandler, as a tight end pickup, is fantastic because Scott Chandler, we saw him on Buffalo in previous years. We saw he was a red zone target. He was doing well. Uh, let's be honest. Even this year, with Gronkowski, he's still scored touchdowns. He's still gotten receptions. But with Gronkowski out, uh, and we don't know that for sure, but but Jason, let's let's put, let's put say 95% Gronkowski is not say, playing this week. I yes, think he's out. This week, he'll be out. He's out. So with Gronk out. I think he'll be back week 14. Yeah. So that fast, huh? I think because... You know, if he can play, he's going to play. I think they might hold him out for the season, but he it doesn't, like it doesn't really hurt, it doesn't really matter what's happening with that. What the, all that matters is will he play this week? And I don't think he will. So, if he doesn't play this week, then Scott Chandler becomes the lead tight end on the Patriots offense. The Patriots have an awesome offense. Oh yeah. And Chandler and Tom Brady likes to throw the ball too. Chandler has been good when they target him. Uh-huh. And so that honestly means for me, he gets Five targets. He'll probably have at least three or four receptions and a touchdown in this game, right? I mean, that's that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, uh, they play Philadelphia. Uh, you could that's kind of be a lot. even better. I mean, do you- well, you gotta gotta have the floor, man. Like, like the floor is probably three receptions I for forty I yards. Okay, I get you. I get you. I get you. But he he, he, he could averages score. like three targets per game. He could score already. two touchdowns. 
Yeah, it's it's four plus sure. targets each week from now on is what I'm thinking. If Gronkowski is is not healthy for the rest of the season, exactly. then he becomes a star. There you go. It was if if he's out for the rest of the season, then yeah, you can definitely throw those out because it, he's certainly worth starting if you own Gronkowski because odds are you don't have a backup. Well, the hard yeah. part about waivers is we're talking about Tuesday. This is Tuesday night. And Tuesday night, we don't have the injury reports. We don't know what the the final thing is, uh, and, and especially uh, far away from Sunday. So we, we're looking at it like like Gronkowski isn't playing. And if Gronkowski isn't playing, Chandler is the number one tight end pickup. Absolutely. Yeah. Easily. Now, my defense special teams pickup is the Bears. Huh. It's right. Look at that. And this is the first time I've done this all year. <laughs> yeah, all year. the Bears. But they play San Francisco. Oh boy! And San Francisco, even though we just talked about Sean Drawn and, oh, and, and how like he he is a good running back. Uh, in in if, if you need him on your team, if you need him for uh for for someone to fill in the blanks, you know what I mean. Uh, it, Blaine Gabbert has been okay. He's been serviceable. He's been heck. He's had some good games. But their offense is not going to do a whole lot of damage. And Chicago's defense has been steadily getting better. They're not great. They're not good. But I think they could make enough plays this week versus a San Francisco team that gives up 9-plus points per game to a fantasy defense to be a bottom of top 10 or right outside top 10 defensive play. And therefore, I have them as my waiver wire pick for a defense. And I think, personally, that I'll be surprised... If the Bears do not score, let's say, seven points or more in a, in a standard scoring league. Interesting. I, I mean, you know, when you get to the 7-8, you know, 10 is ideal. But when you're in the 7-8 area, that's definitely going to be, uh, <laughs> you know, acceptable for a streaming defense. And, oh, yeah. What is, uh, what is the highest score the Bears defense has even gotten this season? I don't think they've, they've scored anything. They've actually had 10. Points. Have 10 they just 10? last week. Did, yeah. they, did they last week? Okay. They have a couple games at 9 and 8. Um, so, you know. It's just because the games that they've been winning, it's like they've just been outscoring the team. You know, it's not like they're This is a the game defense. where they can rack up some numbers. Yeah. Um, you know, a lot of the other defenses are pretty widely owned still is the problem. You know, Minnesota, 35% owned, but they have a tough matchup against Seattle, so you don't really want to roll the dice on that as a streaming option. I gotcha. <laughs> all right, so Jason, I'm going to need your help here. Uh, first what of all, need? I need you to play an awesome song to transition us here. Good work. Good. Cheers. Cheers, guys. All right, for everybody listening to Cheers out there. All right, well, while we can, why don't we go ahead and, and go over the uh, bets that happened the previous week. Okay. Uh, so, first of all, uh, what we did last week is is we hung out with a with, with a great contributor of ours uh, that was Tad Bukowski, and uh, and Tad, if you're listening, thanks very much for coming on the show. And thanks he, for listening. He's our confidence pool expert, and and Tad uh, he joined us in a player trends bet and also in uh, another bet for a mini fantasy league, which is one of our favorite bets this year. 
Uh, player trends will go over first. So if I can get some help, Jason, uh, looking up these guys. Okay. Uh, basically, the, the first bet we had was Aaron Rodgers. Uh, Aaron Rodgers plays the Chicago Bears team with a renewed vigor, but a still young and inexperienced defense for the most part. Will Rodgers break the trends and score more than 19.08 fantasy points? In a standard league, I assume. In a standard league. Uh, Rodgers had 202 yards for a touchdown, an interception, 33 rushing yards, gave him a total of 14.38. Not entirely disappointing, did not make it to the 19-point line we set. So you and Tad said yes, and I said no. So oh, that's I, a point for you. I am the only person who said no. A.J. Green versus Cleveland. Uh we, we thought Cleveland, I mean, AJ Green is awesome. Will he be able to get back on track? Uh, Tad said no. You said yes. And I said yes to scoring eight or more points. Right. They scored, they played uh, St. Louis. And uh, AJ Green had six catches for 61 yards and two touchdowns. Oh, yes. 18.1 points. So he definitely got more than eight. Owned by some guy named Stafford to Johnson in this league. I'm looking at him. <laughs> That's me, sir. <laughs> Oh, that's funny. Uh, so, Jonathan Stewart, uh, he played uh, the Cowboys, and we said, can he continue his upward trend of, of 6.8 to 15.1 to 17.4 against the Cowboys? You guys said no, and I said yes. Okay, so last week he had 68 yards rushing on 21 attempts and 9 yards receiving with 3 catches, so only 7.7 points, also owned by Stafford and Johnson. So that, I assume, breaks the trend? Yeah. The trend also of you winning the first couple. So of I did not win that one yet. Jimmy Graham. So you have two and the other. The rest of us have one? Only three games a season where he scored more than 11 points. Uh, does he score? I know what I said. Does he add more 11-plus point game to the week against uh, an improving Steelers defense? So the answer was no. He does not. He had uh, four catches for 75 he yards. Would have, he would have done if he caught that crazy touchdown that he you know injured himself on. And unfortunately, he did not. So I lost, and you guys got that one correct. That makes it David 1-2. Uh, okay. You uh, got two. I believe I have two. And Jason. I had two. One, two. And Tad, uh, Aaron Rodgers, he was wrong. Uh, AJ Green, he was wrong. Jonathan Stewart, he was correct. And Jimmy Graham, he was correct. So that leads us to oh wow the Goskowski points tiebreaker. Oh, okay. And the Goskowski points tiebreaker... Was Tad six, Jason twelve, Dave nine. Guskowski had seven, so Tad gets the tiebreaker. Tad gets the tiebreaker, and therefore Tad wins. Loser has to change the photo on Drink Five for the rest of the season to uh, include the logo of another team. What was uh, you had nine, right? We all had two. No, but I'm saying on the tiebreaker, you had nine. You had 12. I had 12, so I would have lost the tiebreaker between us. And uh, then that would make it uh, that I have to change the, the photo. So yeah. what do I have to change it to? So so on your articles now on Drink 5, you have to change your photo to somehow uh, including the logo of uh, a team that you do not like, either the Steelers or the Raiders. So you can we can wear a jersey... You can. I kind of like both those teams. Well, it's it's the one that you don't like the most. Oh, okay. 
Well, we can disguise the letter. It's fine. But uh, and, and how about we, because we have a lot of things to go over still, let's just rush over here uh, on our, uh, our mini fantasy game. Okay, so uh, it was one on the Monday night game by Tad. He squeaked it out 109.5 to 108.9. So uh, we bet on... Uh, some flights of beer at a brewery up near Tad's Neck of the Woods in northern Illinois. Uh, we're going to head out there sometime probably in the winter, I would imagine. So who and, wins? Uh, Tad won with 109.5 to 108.9. Uh, so it was a very high-scoring week as far as these go. We talked about the la- the game last night. Uh, or, or Yeah, I mean, th- that screwed me in this matchup. Oh, what yeah. a game. Oh, Tad my beat me on this matchup. Oh my Dave, God. you had a lot of guys that had two touchdowns. Marshall, Green, and Gates, and Phillip Rivers was your quarterback. You had a lot of uh, good players. Ted had more consistent guys, though. He didn't have a guy score. He only had one guy at 3.6. Otherwise, it was 7.6. I mean, he had uh, Kelvin Johnson, Tom Brady. You know, he had the Cleveland defense, which saved his ass last night. And um, I made all the wrong decisions, pretty much, when it came to my turn to, to choose. Uh, I had Danny Woodhead and Frank Gore. They didn't do anything for me. Mike Evans was struggling as well. I only had one touchdown from Eric Decker. Mm, wow. So uh, we will uh, have to head on up there and buy Tad some beer. All right. Well, congratulations, Tad. And let's all... Uh, Tad wins both of those. Let's all do a little shot here. Miguel. Leading us to our bets. Right? That's right. Goodness gracious. Alright, so boy oh boy oh boy. Now we have we have player trends now. We're gonna go over quarterback, wide receiver, running back, and tight end. This is uh, Miguel and Jason and myself entering into some kind of a bet. Now what do you guys want to bet on? I let you guys talk about this earlier. What, what's the bet? Oh, that's tough. Uh, I mean, the thing is, is the, a lot of the only things that we hang out with that are similar is either fantasy football or Game of Thrones or disc golf. Okay. So one of those so, things. <laughs> those are the three things I can only think of. Um, so you want a Ned Stark bobblehead? And craft beer, I guess. Uh, <laughs> I think that um, the winner should get Two pounds of high quality bacon. Oh, paid for cool. by the losers. We can do that. I'm down with that. What do you think, Dave? Alright, this is a player trends bet, yes? Yes, this is a player trends. Two pounds of high I'm writing this down just so you know. High, high quality, quality bacon. bacon. Yeah. I want to talk to Samson. That Pablo, all, the Pablo Escobar style is. bacon. <laughs> Alright. So remember the rules here are uh, you must win more than anyone else does out of these four questions, or uh, if we all tie and get the tiebreaker, get the tiebreaker. Are you ready? Let's do a little bit of discussion, a little round table, and we'll also do a pick. So, those of you listening, you can play along in the chat room. Uh, player trends: We have number one as a quarterback, Matt Stafford. He is going against, uh, well, he's going against Green Bay this week. But let's talk about what he did previously. He went against Green Bay. 16.78 points. Went against Oakland, 20.38 points. Went against Philadelphia, 34.78 points. He is trending up. He was one of the most disappointing fantasy quarterbacks early on this year based on his previous performance. 
Could that be chalked up to play calling? You know, Jim Bob Cooter and the previous Jim offensive Bob. coordinator that was fired, uh, <laughs> or maybe based on coaching, pretty bad coaching is so is as far as we've heard. Or uh, maybe it's not based on anything. Maybe it's maybe it's the problem of Matt Stafford. Uh, Green Bay may or may not be a difficult opponent this week. We're not really sure. It looks like they gave up a lot of points last week. They did. Will Stafford be able to score twenty points or more this week against Green Bay? I say yes. I say no. I say yes. He is projected for twenty point two nine in Yahoo. Interestingly enough, marking that down, I've got Miguel as a yes, Jason as and a no. And these all Miguel, we we do these all as standard scoring leagues. Oh, okay, yeah. Cecil Shorts, wide receiver, Houston. Five. The last three weeks at Cincinnati, four point six versus New York Jets, fourteen point five four. Versus New Orleans, 12.8. Shorts has been all over the field. We talked about him earlier. Will he continue to be used in the same capacity going forward? I mean, that's up to, for debate. Uh, Nate Washington has been there, certainly. But can Shorts keep up his fantasy production against Buffalo this week? Will he score 10 points or more in the matchup? Now, Ooh, that's tough. you said yes first, right, last time? Yes. So I, I, I give it to Jason. I refuse to bet against Cecil Shorts. <laughs> Even though... I you know, even though my head says no, <laughs> my heart says yes, and I will follow my heart, Dave. I'm gonna Put say me yes. Down for yes. Yeah, I'm gonna say yes. You're saying ten right, points. Miguel. You're gonna say ten points. I mean, he's projected nine and a half. So well, or you're looking at three. You're looking at a PPR. Is that league, PPR? Probably? Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so yeah, I would say yes. He's gonna get over ten. We're all gonna say yes because we cannot go against Cecil Shorts. <laughs> if we lose, we lose together. Gentlemen. I appreciate that. Very nicely done. Okay, Jay Ajayi, uh, running back for Miami. At Philadelphia, scored 4.8 versus Dallas, 5.6. At New York Jets, 9.8. Those are the last three weeks. With Ajayi getting healthy and the new offensive uh, uh, play caller of the Dolphins pledging to stick to the run game more often, things look up for both Miller and Ajayi. Uh, playing at home against the Ravens is a great matchup for both of them. So, can he? Will he be able to continue his trend? Uh, will he score nine point eight or more? I say no. You have to say first. Oh, I say yes. I went. I went early. Sorry. Um, I'm gonna say no. You know, they just fired Bill Lazor, their offensive coordinator. I think that they're gonna make a concerted effort. Uh, to get Lamar Miller the ball just like they did when they fired the coach. So I don't think that Ajayi is going to have a huge game. Uh, I'm going with no. You both say no? No, no. Miguel said yes. I oh. said no. Oh, my no, bad. No, he didn't. I said yes. I said no. I said no. Okay. <laughs> and uh, and lastly, Greg Olson tied on Carolina at Tennessee 16 versus Washington 14.4 at Dallas 12. So Greg Olson is trending down. Cue laughter. <laughs> yeah, we're trending down. But it's not likely that it's a real trend because more likely, more than likely, it's a natural product of the plays run during the matchups. And Greg Olson will still continue to have a great amount of receptions and, and in so doing, touchdowns in every single game he plays. Now, will he continue the steady fantasy production that he's been enjoying against a great matchup against the Saints this week? Uh, will he score 14 more po- 14 points or more? Ooh. 
That's average for him. Against the Saints. Yes, definitely against the Saints. Which, by the way, have the worst passing yeah, defense in yeah, the minute. definitely against the Saints. Okay, Miguel says no. Just kidding. You say yes. Uh, <laughs> so funny, Dave. <laughs> Jason. Um, uh, he is only averaging about 10.5 points a game. I'm going to say no. Jason says no. I say yes, because uh, they are the Saints. Oh, my goodness. I, I actually, on purpose... Put one in here that we would all say yes to, and it, that was Cecil Shorts, and I'm so happy about that. <laughs> I believe they call that a star frame. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, Cecil Shorts. We all got uh, the strike on that one. So, uh, we are done, and Drink the five, last thing everyone. we have to determine is a tiebreaker for this particular matchup. So, for this particular matchup, we are going to go with the total yards for Travis Benjamin in week 13. I'm a big fan of Travis Benjamin lately. I picked him up uh, on the waiver wire in several leagues when he had been dropped. Of course, that was because McCown was back. There is no longer McCown. But Austin Davis did find him for a 42-yard touchdown. Do you feel like Austin Davis or, or Johnny Manziel will be the quarterback? Oh, I think it's gonna be Austin Davis. boy. It's going to be Austin Davis. They're they're out to prove a point. Like They refuse. They're going to refuse to put All right, Johnny we'll start. We'll start with Jason then. Yeah. Tight end. All right, I'm sorry. Uh, tiebreaker. So I just have to pick... The points I think that he's going to score. Yeah, just closest. Mm, I'm going to go with 11. Not points, I'm sorry. Yards. Yards. Receiving yards. 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 That's right. All right, matey. What you got, man? I'm going to go with... <laughs> mm, I'm going to go with 75. Okay, great. I, I think that Cleveland's going to have a serious problem this week and is not going to be able to connect with those people. Uh, so yeah, since he's serious, man, since he's here to play, I, I think that Travis Benjamin's not. Gonna... Oh, I mean Cleveland. They're playing since they're playing since right, 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 right. Yeah, we're I, both we're both right. Yeah, I, I think uh, Travis Benjamin only scores. Uh, <laughs> I don't see seventy five on yards. like fifty one yards. I was just about to say fifty yards. You should you should totally price his right, Dave. Yeah, <laughs> fifty two. <laughs> it's closest too, so that's that's actually not a good thing for you. Yeah. Oh no no! Well, oh, if it's oh. between fifty, you know, so between all, me and him, that's oh, is that fine. the bet? The yards on Travis you would only Benjamin? get the under. It's is the, tr- the bet? It's the tiebreaker. Oh yeah. well, then you know what? Against Cincinnati, I'm gonna say that he doesn't get. He gets thirty or less. Whoo, thirty. Yeah. Okay. All right. Two pounds of high quality bacon. Say you know, one of hey, us wins. You got to bet a little different. You got to go. You know, you got to go with your gut. Since he's kind of on a. Two you pounds know. of high. If yeah. I get two pounds of high quality bacon, I'm going to be very tempted to make some of that into candied bacon. Of course you will. And then you guys will reap the benefits, I'm sure, in, <laughs> in one way or another. <laughs> now, are you guys are you guys all ready for this? This is this is the uh, the the absolute awesomest fantasy football mini mini team little of, draft of the week. Teeny draft. Teeny draft of the week. Drop the bottom on me, baby. One more Let's have another shot. <laughs> I'm okay on that one. All right, love it. So, while while all of us up here, tablet, do a little shot type <laughs> action. 
What we're gonna do is, uh, and Jason, could you explain exactly what the uh, what the fantasy football mini football bet is? Well, we haven't picked a thing thing to bet on, so we need some, uh, you know, we need some stakes here. Not stakes, literally. We're already betting on bacon. I was gonna say bacon and stakes. What's going <laughs> on here? Miguel, you mentioned Game of Thrones earlier. Uh, I, w- I would like to make this part of bet, this part of the bet, Game of Thrones related in some way. Okie dokie. Uh, so let us say that when we get together, inevitably to watch the season premiere of Game of Thrones, which oh, we've yeah. done probably uh, at least season, four years in a row. Yes, yeah, I'm two thinking or, two or three. I think I, I, I yeah. know I wasn't here for season one. Yeah, no, neither was I. Neither was I. What yeah. happens? The winner, or I'm sorry, the loser, just the loser. Must bring two of the Game of Thrones beers. Oh, cool! Yeah. Cool. So, so. Are you okay with that? Yeah. Between now and then, you better get your hands on one and yeah, then find another one. Yeah, because they're tough to get. They're tough to get. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you guys got like a couple months to figure this so, out. So now, is it cool with the double dip? Say I can only find like two of the same kind. I'm sure that we're gonna bring out the. Older. Yes, that's cool. Okay. It, it, but but it, would be, it would be better. It would be better. It'd each, be better to have at least two kinds. Three it'd be a lot. Four. No, it'd be right? a lot better if you did. Yeah. It'd be cooler. It'd be if a you lot did. cooler. If you did. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> okay. So, uh, mini fantasy matchup. For those of you who are not familiar, mini fantasy matchup is a segment we do every week when we have a guest. And what we're going to do is we're going to go for a quarterback, running back one, running back two, wide receiver one, two, three. Uh, tight end one, kicker and defense, and a regular scoring league. That, that is Yahoo standard scoring. And whoever wins will get whatever we say. And whoever loses gets whatever we say. The okay. loser, the, this one is the loser buys two bombers of the Oma Gang Game of Thrones series. Okay. Uh, now, it, if, if, they, if they're not out anymore, if they're not releasing them, then you have to buy a couple of good bombers to bring. Sure. Yeah, that's possible. I wouldn't see why they won't. Fantastic. Uh, yeah. Uh, they make money. I'm sure they like money. Yeah, I wouldn't see why they <laughs> won't bring it out. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to start, and, and again, because because uh, because we're going clockwise, we're going to start with Miguel. So Miguel, you can choose quarterback, running back, running back two, wide receiver, wide receiver one, wide receiver two, tight end, kicker, defense. Uh, I have to pick a position. When you choose, you can that, pick a you pick a roster spot. When okay. you choose that roster spot, you get to decide of that roster spot which one of these three guys that I will give you can you choose, and then the okay. next person gets to go and pick their roster spot that they want. So I suggest, in in all fairness and kindness, that you don't choose kicker or defense as your first. Oh, jeez! <laughs> it took my strategy. <laughs> All right, I'm going to just go ahead and say quarterback. Great. Quarterback is... You're the eight. first guest to start with quarterback. Hey, man. Quarterback is 8, 9, and 10. We start with Drew Brees versus Carolina, Derek Carr versus Kansas City, and Eli Manning versus the New York Jets. Derek Carr, Eli Holy Manning. Eli. Oh, boy. And Drew Brees. Drew Brees. Drew Dreeses. That's a hard decision. That is friend. really tough. New Orleans, Drew Brees against Carolina. Drew Jesus. That's bad. And then you said Derek Carr versus KC. Derek Carr versus Kansas City. And then the last one was... Eli, Eli. versus the Jets. All three of these guys are at home. I'm going to say Eli Manning. Eli Manning at home against the Jets. Oh, uh, man. Yeah. 
big. That'll be a big rivalry. It'll be a big game. I think the crowd will be into it. Is right. it rivalry week? Rivalry, rivalry. So Eli Manning for Miguel. Yes. Which leaves Drew Brees or Derek Carr for Jason. Uh, I think that I want to go with Derek Carr because Drew Brees on Carolina is just Ooh, rough. That's as gonna be fuck. rough, man. That's yeah, gonna be rough. I can't do it. That's another like good rivalry, I would say too. You know those South teams. Give me Drew Brees. Yeah, you're yeah I know. Go. You're gonna have to settle. Get for Get your Drew Wrangler Brees. jeans on, Dave. You might only score three touchdowns. Get your I'm Wranglers sorry. on. <laughs> All right. So, you guys good with that? Uh, yeah. Let me uh, just write them down. Sure. So, that is Eli Manning, Derek Carr, Drew Brees. So, I will go ahead and take... What's funny is those were chosen in the opposite rank of our... Of how they appear. Of our <laughs> ranking for Drink 5. Indeed, that hey. is true. So, Dave, uh, what? where are we picking from uh, the running back? I'm going to do running... Or, no, I want wide receiver one. Okay, wide receiver one is 12, 13, 14. And that means that you're going to go for either Jarvis Landry. Oh, but I want 11 so bad. Versus Baltimore. <laughs> 11 is Martavis Bryant. Jarvis Landry versus Baltimore. T.Y. Hilton at Pittsburgh. Or Eric Decker at New York Giants. I will take Jarvis Landry. Baltimore is not a good defense. That, that's a good That's a good pick. So I'm going second. I will pick either Hilton or Decker versus the Giants versus Pittsburgh. Oh, my God. This is really tough. I'm actually going to take... Uh, I'm actually going to take Hilton because because even though I love Pittsburgh, their passing defense is terrible. What was the th- thing? You, you get Eric Decker. You get Eric Decker. Yeah, it's kind of- <laughs> It's not really a choice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry to alert you. All right, Dave, what position are you going to pick? So... I can pick uh, either running back two. There's a lot left over still. Or running back one. or I'll pick running back one. Okay. It's a 10, 11, and 12. That means so, that I get to pick from David Johnson, Mark Ingram, or Javorius Allen. While you think, I'll let them know who they're playing. David Johnson is at St. Louis. Mark Ingram is playing versus Carolina, whom you just traded for in Dynasty. I suspect you may take him because of that. And... Uh, Javorius Allen, Buck, is playing at Miami. Uh, he almost killed me this week. He's, he scored a lot of points for being... He had a very... He had a, he had a good week. He only had like 50-some yards. He had a good week. He had a good week. But he got a lot of receptions. So and I'll just so write down PPR Mark Ingram? League. No, actually, I, I think there's no choice but for me to, to, to pick David Johnson. Uh, I, don't, I don't care if you're playing St. Louis. You're on Arizona. You are the lead back. In fact, you might be the only back because Chris Johnson and Andre Ellington are both injured. Yeah. Uh, you know, that is the clear choice. <laughs> I was just trying to get you to lean one way. Well, look, he he was talking about me trading for Ingram in Dynasty, and I did. Uh, and I like Ingram, but I honestly don't think he's going to do that well versus Carolina. Uh, I just kind of picked him for the 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 weeks after this, <laughs> right? I mean, it, would I be stupid to to start somebody versus Carolina? Carolina has been crazy. Are you no, going to start him this week? So good. You need a running back. I'm going back and forth. You got no choice. Well, I have David Johnson and Danny Woodhead, but man, those are tough. So, so anyways, Miguel, you get to choose between Mark Ingram and Javorius Allen. Mark Ingram. Okay. Uh, and then I will go with Buck Allen. 
Javorius. <laughs> and then Miguel, you get to pick a position. Honestly, him playing Miami is a better matchup than it was last week. So you should have even better uh, results. So uh, running back two, the other wide receiver slots, tight end kicker and defense. We'll do wide receiver two. Okay. Uh, wide receiver two is 16, 17, 18. That means that you're choosing between Larry Fitzgerald, Sammy Watkins, or Michael Crabtree. Larry Fitzgerald is playing St. Louis. Okay. Sammy Watkins is against Houston. And Michael Crabtree against Kansas City. I'm going to have to go with my man Sammy Watkins for sure. All right. I like, you know, Sammy had a big game last week. He was killing my cousin. Big game. My cousin was going nuts every time he scored. And then um, I think I'm going to take, it's what, 16, 17, 18. Um, I would like Larry Fitzgerald. Big Fitz. And I'll take Crabtree, who has the same amount of points as Amari Cooper uh, and is amazing and under, you know, underpicked as a wide receiver. Sure, sure. Uh, I mean, you know. I have him on one of my leagues. He does well. Yeah. Every every week? Every course. week, yeah. yeah. You're like, why do I even have him in the flex? Yeah. Take him out of the flex. We've got a bunch of uh, the <laughs> same teams, uh, you know. I'm seeing a there's pattern a couple here. of Saints. Yeah. There's a couple of Raiders. There's a good mix. Okay. All right. I, uh, I am going to go ahead and request uh, the pleasure of picking the tight end. The tight end slot is 6, 7, and 8. Uh, Jason, you want to go ahead and, uh, and... Six is Delaney Walker playing Jacksonville. Seven, Jordan Reed versus Dallas. And eight, Crockett Gilmore at Miami. Um, I think I would like Delaney Walker because he's going to catch some weird tipped pass and score a touchdown. I love Walker. He's been so good. Every single week he's like he's catching massive amounts of passes. It's really good. Uh, so, Reed or Thomas? Man, Thomas has been good. Yeah, big game this week, man. But Tennessee... Oh, yeah. I, I'm defense. sorry. I misspoke when I said Crockett Gilmore. It is Julius Thomas uh, playing Tennessee. Yeah, it's Walker, Reed, Thomas. Uh, I will go with Jordan Reed versus Dallas because I think Dallas's defense, while good, uh, can't... They're not going to be able to be okay with Jordan Reed's athletic ability in that sort of slot uh, kind of uh, position on the field. Yep. I, and, I, Miguel, you get Julius Thomas. I'll take it, yeah. <laughs> there you go. Oh, twist my arm. I want, don't you? Um, Dave, you have uh, the choice of running back two, wide receiver three, kicker and defense. Running back two. What numbers are we picking? That is uh, 14, 15, 16. So, Lamar Miller versus Baltimore. DeMarco Murray at New England or Giovanni Bernard at Cleveland? Grr. <laughs> Oh, man. Uh, so, Lamar Miller can do a really good job. DeMarco versus New England. Man, he, it, can be, it can be pretty good, too. And Gio may have the best matchup. Him. That looks really good. Wow, this is tough. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'll take Lamar Miller. Oh, my God. Like I said earlier, I think he's going to have a lot more carries this week. All right, Miguel, you uh, get to choose between DeMarco Murray and Giovanni Bernard. I cannot say his name without rolling. Man, it off who ball. is who? Uh, DeMarco Murray? Who they play? Who He's they playing go? New England. New They're England. in New England. Oh boy, I'm gonna yeah. go. With, I'm gonna go with Giovanni Bernard. Oh yeah. 
Alrighty then, yeah. then my choice is, well, no choice, DeMarco Murray, the best running back of last year. There you go. <laughs> Hindsight is twenty twenty, my friend. Alright, so, Miguel, you get to pick between WR3, kicker, and defense. Okay. What would you like? You know what? Let's do the defense. Let's get out of the way. Great. Right. Defense is six, seven, eight. Okay. Uh, you have the Tennessee Titans playing Jacksonville at home, the Redskins playing Dallas at home, and the Buccaneers playing Atlanta at home. That's tough. Yep. Those Titans, are tough. Redskins, wow. and Bucks. One uh, of those teams is going to score like 15 points. Yeah, I'm going to go with Washington Redskins, man. Oh. Go, yeah. Washington against Dallas at home. They are like a. Dallas is like a. Uh, injured calf, like limping along. Let, let me let, let me choose based on your decisions. Sorry, not sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I'm going to take Tennessee Titans, and Dave, you will be left with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Buccaneers, Lovey Smith. All right, um, I want to choose the WR slot. Uh, the WR, WR slot three. is 25, 26, and 27. Okay, uh, Travis Benjamin. Versus Cincinnati, Doug Baldwin at Minnesota, and Stephon Diggs versus Seattle. Oh, we didn't mention uh, with the Seattle game, Marcus Wheaton's game. Holy crap, that guy went nuts. For the for the most part, I mean, the problem was that Antonio Brown and uh, and and obviously Martavis Bryant were covered. But right. oh my god, he had an awesome game. Did you read the uh, the blurb from? Tomlin about that. Yeah, he said like he he's was like whenever great. You throw, whenever you can't throw it to a guy named Antonio Brown, then of course you're gonna have a big game. Listen, <laughs> you, do you remember last year when uh, when Ben Roethlisberger was like this guy uh, Marcus Wheaton is gonna blow you out of the water? Like he he was blowing him up, he was hyping him up. He was. He didn't. Look. You know what's great about this offense? Not only do they have two wonderful receivers, but they have another one that can be awesome. That's awesome about them. I have a, an autographed picture of uh, Martavis Bryant, and that's why... Uh, not Martavis, uh, but... <laughs> what? What's his face? Uh, Kobe Bryant? No, uh, Marcus Wheaton. Uh, and, and so that's why I, I've always been kind of... I, I think, you have an autographed picture of Marcus Wheaton? Yeah. Cool. But I, but I think that Marcus Wheaton, even though I thought he would always break out, like this is not it because he was only doing it because the other guys were covered. Let's be honest. That, yes, that's why he's, that's why he's not a waiver wire pick. It, exactly, yeah. exactly. I'm glad as a Steelers fan you're able to hold off. And I know that you almost uh, you would rather err on the side of caution when it comes to picking. Steelers. I would, but he's still awesome though. That he was able to do that. Sure. So my choices are Travis Benjamin, Doug Baldwin, and Stephon Diggs. I'm going to take Travis Benjamin. Dave, you have between Baldwin and Diggs, and you also have to choose a beer. I choose Doug Baldwin because with Jimmy Graham gone, Baldwin has been tearing it up. He had two touchdowns last week. He's going to be awesome. Russell Wilson has to pass the ball because he no longer has a great offensive line. So to Baldwin it goes. All right, Dave. So you uh, choose a beer, you say? You choose a beer and... Oh, boy. I say the one on the right. Is that a beer? It is a beer. (laughs) Ha ha! Zing! There you go. The overrated, oh my God, Surly has awesome beers. So thank you, Jason, for letting this happen for me. Can I butcher the good Jay Cutler story that we'll my cousin told me this call weekend? This, call this the Aaron Rodgers beer. Sure. How about that? Sure. So he told me about, and I'm sure it's available on the internet, a guy who went into the bathroom and saw Jay Cutler you know, using the facilities. 
And uh, <laughs> the guy was like, hey, man. You know, this is at a bar or something. Your hey, man, is huge. I've been following you since Vanderbilt, man. You're great. I think you're awesome. And Cutler just kind of leans his head back and goes, don't care. No kidding. <laughs> That's awesome. There you go. That's good. Was he drunk? It was at a bar. I'm Sweet. sure he was. Sweet. Yeah. Yeah, he's a jerk. I love it. So where are we? I can appreciate it. You yeah. get to start the kickers. Are we done? That would be the last position. Hey-o. Oh, my God. So sad, I know. Too bad, so sad. All right, so the kickers are 6, 7, 8, just like tight end and defense. And that means Kenton Zaro, Justin Tucker, or Mason Crosby. Kenton Zaro is playing St. Louis. Justin Tucker is going against Miami. And Mason Crosby is playing Detroit. All three of these guys have been good lately. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I like Arizona. I just like them in general. And I don't, even though Justin Tucker is great, I don't like Matt Schaub. I think he's terrible. So He is a bum. Well, actually, that, <laughs> that might be helpful for Justin Tucker, though. Yeah. Because, because Matt Schaub, if he can't get to he's the touchdown, such a, just he might a like constantly get to the 40-yard line. 40-yard line. So it's 53-yard touchdown, 53-yard touchdown, 53-yard touchdown, yeah. 53-yard touchdown. Oh, man. Still, uh, I think I'm going to go myself. Oh, I'll, I'll stick with Catanzaro. Chandler. I'll, I'll take Kettenzaro. Justin Tucker. I'm going to go. Yeah, I, I, yeah. Would t- I would have taken Tucker. Too. Yeah. Poor Bubby Matchob. Crosby. Yeah. And I get Mason Crosby. Yeah. Matchob is like just a. Bad. He's just a bad quarterback. He's just bad. He's like a fart. When you fart by yourself in the car, and you're like, oh, jeez. <laughs> when, when you disgust yourself with your own fart. But it's cold outside. You're like, oh, my God. I just Is it worth rolling down the I window? I just started the car. So, like, I'm forced to deal with it. That is bad <laughs> job on the Baltimore Ravens. All right. You're forced so, to deal with it. So, what I, what I want to do to just kind of kind of add uh, to, to, to the broadcast is I think at the end of the broadcast, we could each pick a sleeper pick. And if that guy comes through, if that guy comes through, this is someone who's owned less than 5% of oh Yahoo Leagues. If that person comes through, then we drink to you on the next podcast. That's how it works. No crazy bets. It's just we drink to you. That's an honor, Dave. So I'll start if you're okay with that. Okay. You guys okay with that? Go for it. All right. So less- you, we have to pick somebody who's less than... Five percent owned. Yeah, that's tough. Less than five percent owned Did, in do we Yahoo. Have a list leagues. of this. Yeah, no. is there a way to I was, not to be uh, not so tech savvy? I, I, I can sort. I can sort and find this. So. Um, oh, percentage owned. Percentage owned. You can sort by on Yahoo. Yeah. So we can all do 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 right. do. We don't figure this one out. So it I, starts with Niall Davis and everyone below him. I'm gonna say. Oh, it's so obvious. It's so obvious. It's so obvious who you're gonna pick. Why? Who would I pick? I know who you're going to pick. No, you don't. I do. No, you don't. Of course I do. How would you know? Oh, I know. Because you you, you liked him earlier in the show. I'm looking at the... You're going to oh, take him. Oh, my God. Oh, he knows I'm right. This is crazy. What side are you looking at, Jay? It, it's the Yahoo site. Oh, I'm on a different league than oh, you. Oh, my goodness. I'm just having a hard time with this tablet. I guess. I guess it could be... Chrome. What I should do is have all players, not just all available players, so that I know everyone in case someone owns one of these guys. Uh. So, 
There, there's a good candidate who's at 5% of Yahoo leagues, is all I'm saying. I would be interested to see if someone actually owns people who are below 5% owned, and the answer is no. 5% or lower? Oh, wait. Just Jim, our buddy Jim, who will be on in two weeks, owns Fred Jackson still, who is only owned by 3% of Yahoo leagues. <laughs> is it five percent or lower? Five percent. That's those are the terms you set, Dave. I said five percent or lower. I'm gonna have to steal off Jason's right? paperwork because right? I can't find it on my stuff. That's fine. That's what I said, right? <laughs> yeah, dude. I didn't bring mine. Can I copy? I'm cheating. And you know who I'm gonna say? Yeah, I let do. Me, let me take a peek over here. I'm moving. All right. Well, my guess is Devontae Parker. Uh, that's correct. <laughs> That's correct. Oh, Dave. Your turn, Miguel. Oh, thank you, CJ. So, so that is the guy right here, Niall Davis. And then I'll show you the next page of guys available. Oh, because he was at the very top of the page. Right, right, right. Oh, so, you know, great. That, that I saw some names above him. I was like, all right, that's solid. You know. <laughs> can we have a replacement if a guy doesn't play? Yeah, of course you can. Okay. Oh, all right. So, do I? Am I looking at my page? Well, here? You can't pick someone that will not play just to have a replacement. I understand that. I, oh, I'll pick boy. someone who might play. <laughs> who? But it may not be because of injury. And your replacement will be like a WR two. I don't want to give it away. I'm not okay. picking yet. Oh jeez, Louise Pepper Cheese. You, you should are, pick him. You guys are crazy. <laughs> <laughs> um. So you know what? I'm gonna go is uh, go back up. Teenage. Yes, Johnny Manziel is on there. That's not what I wanted. What? That seems like the best option. Yeah. There was... uh... Come on, guys. Mohamed Sanu. Yeah. All right, Miguel's going to take Mohamed Sanu. Yeah, I'm taking Sanu, man. Cincinnati, he's playing Cleveland. Sanu is sneaky play. Yes, he is sneaky. Boom or bust, I believe. On the season, he's got a rushing touchdown. He's got 25 (laughs) catches for 327 (laughs) yards. I would like to take Mark Sanchez. Sanu had a touchdown. But you know what? He's probably not going to play this This week, week. is he? Um, so I'm going to go ahead and say... No, when I say no quarterbacks, <laughs> that seems too easy, man. <laughs> yeah, a quarterback shouldn't be 5 Go ahead and pick up Nick Foles. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Um, so, I mean, if we're going way down the list here, there's like the occasional Harry Douglas, maybe a Chris Hogan. Um, you mean Douglas is occasionally Harry? I'm going to go with Luke Wilson. Yes, I love that. that so Jimmy Graham gone. I Luke love Wilson that movie as the tight end for <laughs> Seattle. He has been fantastic in the past, catching two touchdowns in a game, if I remember correctly, last year. Fantastic work. Uh, well, here we go. Here we are. Let's, guys, put our hands together. Did you write these down, Dave? Put our hands together. Aqu- right. Aquatine <laughs> Hunger Force. Oh. <laughs> That's right. You guys, you guys were a fantastic night. We're going to uh, to always go ahead and uh, uh, Jason. Did, did you want to uh, say anything in particular for all these bets? For all of the bets, yeah. I think that uh, I'm going to win them all. Oh boy, <laughs> if that's what you're getting yeah. at. Okay. What's going to happen is, is they're going to be like, "Hey, Migs, uh, you remember that bet you made? We when you were drinking whiskey and drinking beer it. on air, yeah. <laughs> well, you won." Don't forget. <laughs> oh, that's even better. Oh boy, thanks for having me on, fellas. All right, so one, two, us. two, three, drink five. Oh. 
Doo-doo-doo. Technical difficulties, I suppose. Dave's playing killer air guitar right now. <laughs> so, you know, follow us on Twitter. Join us next week on Tuesday night. And uh, we'll be on at 8.30. Uh, we may or may not have a guest on, or more than one guest even. Uh, enjoy football this week. I hope you guys make the playoffs, because Ooh, next football. week we will be previewing playoff fantasy football. Oh, coming for you, Dave. I'm coming Drink for you. Drink five, guys. Drink five. And may see so shorts rain. Yeah, please.